Welcome to Real Personal Finance. I'm your host, Scott Frank, CFP, CFA charter holder, and founder of Stone Steps Financial. And I'm your host, James Canole, CFP, MBA, and owner of Root Financial Partners. The premise of our show is simple. Money can be confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Our goal is to answer real personal financial questions that we hear from our clients and our listeners. Each episode, we answer one personal financial question in a clear and understandable way. Because money is a tool. And when you understand the language of money, you can make better decisions to improve your financial life. Hey, James. Hey, Scott. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Wow. Another another year of podcasting. 2022, here we come. Here we go. All right. Um, how do we want to start the year off? I'm kind of like excited for new year, new me. Totally. All that good stuff. Yes. What's new me going to look like? Uh, what is new you? Well, new you is going to be a father this year. A father. Yeah, that's right. Am I allowed to say that on air? Uh, you are. Because we can just re-record this right <laughs> now. It's not allowed. Sorry, Ashlyn, the secret's out. Yeah, no, <laughs> new father, uh, due date end of February. So, so I exciting. Got, I got a month and a half left of, uh, of this and then you're right. That's new me. The real personal finance Papa crew James. is expanding. Yeah, yeah. She little girl coming in a month and a half. Oh, it's so, so exciting. Yeah. Thanks, man. Well, yeah. I mean, the new year is upon us. It's the time when everyone thinks about resolutions and what do they want. Um, I thought it would be a great time for us to have a chat around. You know, we we on the show we talk a lot, especially with listener questions. We focus a lot on tactical and strategic things that people can be doing yep. to improve their financial lives. Yep. One of the things we come back to, and I think would be great to heart, to touch on a bit more today, is is making sure that we're taking the time to look at what we really want in life. Yeah. Before we start looking at the tactics and the strategies we should use to get there. Yeah, I always. I, you know, I remember in college, for example, like the business classes and okay, write a business plan for this kind of fake business that you're doing. And it's like, okay, you start with the mission statement and the vision. I was like, what a waste of time. Like, I just want to get into the marketing plan and, and the financial structure and all this different stuff. But as always start with the business or, or the mission statement or the vision statement, or, you know, if you go have a goal for whatever it is, health, business, fit, like it's what, where do you want to be? Like, what's the vision here? What's the goal here? And if you miss that, you might get all the tactical stuff completely right, but end up realizing this was all completely wrong. Totally. You missed what's most important. So this is like the mission statement to your financial life. And it sounds kind of fuzzy and whatever, but no, like this, this is truly why we exist is to help people align their money with what's actually most important and do it in the most effective way. That's it. Take, take a few minutes to figure out what's essential for you. Ideally, take a few minutes to figure out what's essential for Ashlyn. Yep. Because they're probably not the exact same answer. I can promise you they're not. <laughs> I promise you for my wife and I, they're not either. Yep. But that's what makes this so great is it's our job to, with our clients is to help them figure that out for themselves and then help support the two of them in going and getting that life that they want. So, you know, what, why don't we think, you know, the way I've always think about it, I'll say it to clients as well. I think we've said it on the show is that you have four things in life you can invest in time, money, energy, and talent. Um, obviously, we spend a lot of time on money on this show, but where will you invest this year? Because mm -hmm. you can invest in all of those things. 
You can invest in all those things in the same way that we talk about just the magic of compound interest. We've, we've used examples in the past of how incredible compound interest is. And, and we have this limited view of, oh, that only applies to finance. No, that, that applies to where you invest your time and your energy and your talent. The beautiful thing about all these things is they build upon each other. Mm-hmm. And the more you invest in them, the earlier you invest in them, the more effectively you invest in them. That compounding, I mean, we can see it all around us. You can see it with health. You can see it with your money. You can see it just in business. Like when you're starting it, you start so small and you get to where you are. Your health, you start little and get to where you are. So I think that applying the principles of compounding, but not in the limited scope of just with dollars and cents, but in the broader sense, it's very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How do you think about that? So time, money, like as we're looking at that, how should I be thinking about that? Should I literally choose one and invest in it or kind of say what what are applications of this in my life of where I can invest in my energy or talent? You know, I, I actually think it can be helpful to use a few exercises to help figure this out for yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, two of the exercises that we use with clients, um, the first one we call the three questions. It's originally was created by George Kinder. He's at the Kinder Institute of Life Planning and he helps teach helps teach advisors essentially how to have better conversations with clients to uncover what really is essential to clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the three questions, you don't need a, a, a written form to go do this. You, you can write this down or listen to it, hit pause and, and, and scribe the answers that come to you from your gut, from what you feel um, and see what comes about because it'll help you start to orient where you might want to be putting your time, money, energy, and talent. Um, but the, the first question, James, is you wake up tomorrow morning and you and Ashlyn have more money than you need for your needs now and in the future. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to go to, you don't have to work anymore and do this podcast with me if you don't want to. I mean, we keep doing these podcasts for free, so you'll keep doing it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, but you don't have to go to work anymore if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And the question is, what would you do with your time? How would you live your life? How would you live a life that's fully and richly yours and, and don't hold back? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, really expansive yeah mm-hmm. just put anything in there yeah that comes to mind for you yeah there's nothing holding you back now yeah well i love it it gets rid of the the supposed to be like the, kind of like the supposed to's i'm mm-hmm. supposed to go to work i'm supposed to do this i'm so it, like there's these expectations that are placed on it for good reason like yeah. i need to go to work to earn a living but hey, sure those supposed to's aren't there what are you actually doing with your life yeah so so like take you know, take that, feel the fact that you checked the bank account. It has more money than you need. However that makes you feel, what would you do with your time? You get to go live a life free of needing to make money now. Yeah. What do you do? That's the first question. Um, the second question that we have you answer, James, is you're going to go see your doctor and sadly, they're going to give you hard news. They're going to tell you that you have a terminal illness and you have five to 10 years left to live. So I'm really sorry about that. It's for for New Year's, that's horrible Thank you news. For your condolences. Um, but it, here's the thing: like the good news is you'll never feel sick for a day that remains. The bad news is you have no notice of the final day, and you have the time, money, energy, and talent that you and Ashlyn possess right now. Mm-hmm. And if 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 you really allow yourself to feel that, what will you do with the time you have remaining? Mm-hmm. How will you live your life? Mm-hmm. It's a hard question. Hard question, especially when we just started this episode with you're about to become a father. <laughs> All the best questions are hard questions though, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
but you know what what would what would you do to make sure that when your time's up um you're satisfied mm. and, and then the final question that you can contemplate answering here as well is is um you go to the same dr james but this time sadly they just tell you that that time is up you have a terminal illness and it's come to term and, and I'd, I'd feel horrible for you if that's what you got but if it was and you felt that you know ask yourself what did i miss who did i not get to be what did i not get to do and and you know sometimes people will think it might there might be regrets here there could be regrets here if there are of course it's lovely if you can help with the regrets but it's all it's almost about more so in, in my mind when I think about what's essential for investing time, money, energy, and talent. It's about what's the untapped potential. Mm -hmm. What have you not stepped into yet that you've been meaning to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. And I it's it's those hard questions, like I said at the beginning, like no one wants to start there. Everyone wants to get no, like tell me how to invest my 401k. Right. No, like how much should I be putting in my Roth? No, how do I save tax? Well, all of that stuff is completely irrelevant if you what's the saying you're putting the ladder against the wrong wall like you might oh, yeah. be at the top of it but it's, you, what have you missed in oh yeah so yeah no we use it all that i i use that analogy all the time because it it is correct yeah if we use strategies and tactics like we talk about on the show and we go put the ladder against the wrong wall and have you start climbing you are one rung further away from your goal every time you climb yeah that's horrible yeah i do not want that for my my clients yeah, and I, I think something that's also important to note with this um, is people don't, it, there's not a right answer. And you don't have to have like this perfectly squared away when you first start. A lot of this is more a process of discovery that you absolutely that kind of gets unpacked over time. Because you know, I'll, I'll talk to people about, okay, whether it's this approach that you're talking about, or even just, hey, what are your goals? Everyone's like, I don't even know. Like, you, what, what do I want to do in retirement? I don't know. I just, I know I'm supposed to save for retirement and I'm supposed to retire at some point and I'm mm -hmm. supposed to use my 401k. And one of the hardest things is even getting to the point of they're so far ahead on the financial side that coming back to square one on the personal side and understanding what do I want out of my life is very difficult. But it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be your perfect vision for your perfect life that checks all the boxes of something that's so incredibly different. That it, it, no, just start. Like Start with something. Like What first comes up and then build on it? Uh, you know, I, I surf a lot. I serve every morning before I come to work. There are people in the water who have more money than they're ever going to need um, who go and surf too. And there's also uh, people in the water who are living in vehicles to go surf. Mm -hmm. They're both living great lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they're living on their own terms. Yeah. To me, these questions are about get, allowing yourself the freedom to figure out what is your version? What matters most to you? Don't worry about what other people care about. What do you care about? Because mm -hmm. once we know that, that is the lens through which we can look to figure out what do you do now? And if you answer these questions and you find, I already love my life, well, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. But if there is something that you want to add to it, if there is something that you want to change, if there is something that you want to do, there's no better time to start than now. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah. So what do we do with that? Let's say we go through these qu three questions. Um, we take the time, we kind of have a starting point. How do we integrate that into our life and our finances? Well, through that, you might start to understand that the things that bubble up to you that have the most meaning, that resonate the most with you, you may not have, have 
are, are you doing something about that? Mm. And if you're not, you can start to do something about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously when we work with clients, that's what we're doing is we're taking the time to look at what really drives you. And then let's go make sure we line up your money with that. Uh, another little exercise I think we could add would be just thinking of from a time perspective, just thinking about an ideal day. Like probably for most of us, it'd be an ideal work day if we're still working right now. But like, what would an ideal day look like to you? How would you structure it? What would an ideal week look like? What are the things you need to have in there based on those three questions that you answered to make sure that you're getting more of the things in your life that matter to you? Mm -hmm. And then over an ideal year, are there totem moments in your life where you want to be connecting with people or taking trips or what does that look like? Because the more you can think about what you want and actually go do it, the more likely you are to do it, the mm-hmm. better off you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think that's something to add there as well. Yeah. But once they know where they are, I think then one, what they want, once you know what you want, listeners at home, I think then you just need to look at where are you today. Mm. So to me, to your point about kind of Stephen Covey and like climbing the, climbing the ladder against the wrong wall, I kind of view this as financial planning on an ongoing basis with clients is kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. Um, uh, Elizabeth Chaton is a, a, a former advisor and she's like a kind of in our industry and she's turned me on to this idea before, but it just really hit home with me. If you think of it like, um, James, if you take the time to go answer your three questions, think about your ideal day, week, and year, maybe it's goal visioning some other form, you're going to, in, in a sense, sketch the cover of a box of a jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. Most people, when they think about a jigsaw puzzle, a lot of people when we write in questions, they start asking about strategies, tactics. What do I do with this asset? What do I do with this thing? To me, that's just a piece of the jigsaw puzzle. And for some people, they might have like really, really, um, you know, amazing components of a jigsaw puzzle that might just be like, could, they could be pure gold or they could be tin or they could be cardboard, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Depending on the person. Yeah. But the question is, what's the picture that you want? And then let's use the pieces that you have to help you get it as quickly as possible. Yeah. And so to me, that what the, the thing we're talking about today is really about like you taking the time to figure out what's the best picture you can create. Yep. Yep. And then the, what everything we talk about all the time on the show is really all about, well, what are the strategies and tactics we have to deploy the money? Mm-hmm. to help us get the life that we want. Yeah, I, I, people will talk about return on investment all day long. Like, hey, how do, how do I get the best return on my investment? And I think what we like to rephrase to people, maybe in different ways or different methods, but the same core principles, let's get to the re- best return on investment. But what's the most important thing is what's the best return on your life? And I've, I've met with plenty of people where they had incredible return on their investment, but they worked themselves to death. They never enjoyed it along the way. They lost and burned relationships because they were always busy at work and, and they had more than enough money to do everything they wanted. So like their return on investment was insanely profitable, but their return on life was was nowhere near where it could have been. Yeah. And so it's is not all of finance is about doing the best thing financially. It's about what can we do financially that best supports those return on life conversations. I think all of this is hitting on that of exactly. what are we actually doing it for? Exactly. To, I think to you and I, to the, to the clients we serve, we view that money is just a tool. It is not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot, sadly, a lot of other people in our industry think of it as like the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm glad we're taking the time to talk about this today. Yeah. Um, where do you think they, how do, where do they, where do they go from here? So we have a sense of where we want to, what we want to do. 
Maybe. We've mm-hmm. answered the three questions. We've thought about an ideal day, week, and year. Yep. What should we do next? Well, I think now we can start to fit the pieces together. Okay. Yeah. I know what I want my life to look like. Um, I know what I want, whether it's career or relationships or hobbies or things that you're doing. I, I know what I want that to look like. Now you can start arranging your investments, not even just your investments, but your financial picture, your balance sheet, what you have. Yeah in alignment with that. I know there's a method that you like going through that I like. So do you want to la- elaborate on how you think about this with just the different components of that? Yeah. I, well, I think, I think really for, for people today, if you took the time to do this, the next thing you have to know is just where are you right now? Mm-hmm. So then you can start to look at what, what changes do you want to make from there? Obviously we have lots of episodes on strategies and tactics that you can take from here. But I think the first thing to just know is what's your net worth? Meaning yeah. how much, how much do you have on your balance sheet now? So that's just looking at what assets do you have? So that's looking at like from the, I think of it as the most liquid to the least liquid usually. So what are your, you know, checking accounts and savings accounts? And then maybe we go look at what are your, you know, taxable investment accounts as you have those. And then what are your qualified accounts? So that's the 401ks and 403bs and all that stuff. And then do we have real estate? And then on the other side of the page, like if you drew a line down the center, you're going to have all your assets on the left side and on your right side, you're going to put all your debts. Mm-hmm. So it's probably just going to be like student loans. Maybe if you have credit card debt, you don't pay off every month, put it there. If you have a car loan, if you have a mortgage, stuff like that. The left pile added up <laughs> minus the right pile added up. That's your net worth. Yeah. Yeah. And that gives you it's not going to inform what you do necessarily, but it tells you where you are, which is always, you know, once you know the mission and the vision and where do I want to be? Okay. Now go back to the starting point. Where are you today? Exactly. And I know we've done a more in-depth episode on how to calculate net worth. So you can always go look at that too. Um, And then the other thing to look at would just be your income. Mm -hmm. I think one of the most actionable things we can look at is what we do with our income, right? Mm -hmm. And that's just, if you take your income and you take all the income you're going to make this year, so just pretend the number is $100,000. Well, if I know I save $20,000 for savings mm-hmm. and I spend, I don't know, 40 and I have debt payments of 10 and then I have to pay some taxes and all that adds up to 100, well, now I have percentages for everything that I do in my life. Yeah. And I can start to weigh those choices that I'm making. Yep. Am I saving enough for my future right now? Would I rather... <laughs> save a little bit less now to live a little bit more now, but I'm okay working longer. Yep. Would I rather save more now so I can work, you know, stop work sooner? Like these are all the choices that we have. If there's an excess uh, that you have left over of that income, where are you going to go put it for the things that you just said really matter to you? Mm-hmm. How are you going to start doing that? Mm-hmm. How can you take action today? Yep. Yeah. I think your income is just what's going to fuel whatever financial plan you have in place. So whatever you discover is most important to you. Your income is what fuels that. Okay, is it is it retiring at a certain age? Is it starting that business? Is it sending children to a certain school? Is it being able to take that trip with your spouse that you've always wanted to take? So you know, you'd only you can determine that, but your income is obviously where that's going to come from. Yeah. And there's some high level categories like savings, like just everyday living expenses, like debt payment or taxes that are going to account for a certain percentage of that. And when you see what they're accounting for, that's where you can make the changes. Mm-hmm. Of, to your point. Am I saving it enough? Okay, maybe I need to cut back in some places to save more. Hey, maybe by saving more to some places, like my 401k, I can actually reduce this tax category a little bit. Exactly. Um, do I have excess? Well, great. Like what's what's most important to me based upon that that exercise I just went through? And how can do you automate it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Can I start putting money towards that? Yeah. And automate it because 
financial freedom is sometimes the freedom from having to think about finances. Yeah. So can I just take things apart and then put them back together in a way that as much as possible is automated. So a lot of it's just on autopilot and you don't have to think about it too much. Absolutely. That's, that's the key. I mean, that, that's where I'd start this year. I would too. And I, you know, the, the beginning of the year is fun because we just, even if you don't set new year's resolutions, you can't help but to be thinking about that. You know, it's yeah. a new year, new things are happening. Um, and a lot of people, especially people who listen to podcasts and to be people who's, who want to make changes in their life. They want to be doing something. So this is just a good way of saying, look, let's, we talk about all the tactical stuff. We have 130 something episodes about that if you want to go back to it, but let's not miss the point of it all which is what's the life we're trying to support through all those tactical things. And let's make sure we come back to that. Yeah. I, I view it as, um, uh, and, and, you know, George, who I, I trained under in the past with those three questions, he would kind of call it, he would kind of say like, all of us have our own entrepreneurial spirit. And entrepreneur doesn't mean like you're going to go be a business owner. It means you have your own time, money, energy, and talent that can be optimized for you to live your best life. Mm-hmm. And if more of us take the time to do that, it makes for a better world. Yep. And the other thing that I think about a lot when I think about this type of work is if we don't make a plan for ourselves, someone else, we're going to become a part of someone else's plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's an important piece is it's not, you, you can't get away from being part of a plan. Right. So is it yours or is it uh, society's? Is it expectations? Is it whoever else's it might be? Yeah. So I hope you guys take this time to make your own plan. We'd love to hear about them. Um, and hope you guys have an amazing 2022. That'd be a fun, you know, we get a lot of questions. If if you have your own plan, like, let us know. We'd love to, we'd love to get that feedback. And yeah. And you know, as much as we do questions, if you guys have had like successes and wins that you want to share, um, from like being on the, cause we've had the show for like two years now. So you guys may have come across some things. Uh, Two and a half. So like, feel free to write those into, we'd love to hear from you guys on what's going well for you. That would be fun to start doing like a weekly win segment to celebrate people's victories with them. And honestly, a lot of people share their wins a little bit in their questions of, Hey, thanks so much. I've started doing this or I've done that. So yeah, that'd be a good idea. All right. Well, here's to a new year. Can't wait for you to get to hold a little one in your hands for the yeah, first time. Yeah, me either. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Scott. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Have a good See day. You next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Personal Finance Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and let us know by leaving a five-star review. And if you have a question that you'd like for us to answer, then head over to the Real Personal Finance website at realpersonalfinance.co. And there's a section on the bottom of each page there where you can submit your question for us to answer in a future episode. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and should not be relied upon for a basis for investment decision. This podcast is not engaged in rendering legal, financial, or other professional services.